0: Across the city and South Cambridge show. Cambridge
1: 105 Radio. The Cranberries and Dreams, that was played today at the funeral, played by Saint Sister at the funeral of Lyra McKee. Joining me on the line now um, is the BAFTA award-winning documentary maker and um, her lifelong friend Alison Muller. Good afternoon to you.
0: Hello. Hi, how are you?
1: Hello. I hope you weren't too upset listening to that. <laughs> Must have been a no, tough day not. for you.
0: No, to be honest, I'm up with the, I'm with the family. We're just having a little bite to eat and we're chilling out. And I'm actually stood by the girl's Saint sister, which is really sweet, who were just amazing. They're just so beautiful. That song was lovely. And, and Lyra loved that song because she was in love with a dairy girl and she's a Belfast girl and is a dairy girl and a Belfast girl so it was kind of symbolic having them play today, it was really beautiful So
1: The image we're getting of Lyra is of someone who wasn't defined by stereotypes, is that right?
0: Oh, listen she's incredible, she crossed I mean there's people I've met today at the funeral who, even a man from California who she met at some to do with the TED Talks and then she felt really sorry for her dad. His dad, he was a bit lonely, so she used to write to him and little letters, send him cards, because she felt, you know, she thought he was a bit lonely in America. The stories from all over the world turned up at this today, like people that you just—it's just her for such a small, wonderful person. Her, she touched global. She was, had a global presence, in a, and we, we, we didn't know this awful thing happened. We all knew she was magical, but we didn't know how massively, massively connected she was with so many people all over the world.
1: I mean, and, such, and such sad news today that, that's come out that she was planning to propose to a partner.
0: Yeah, she was. I mean, Sarah and her, she'd met her soulmate. She'd met someone I've never seen her so happy. She dragged me to meet her on this sort of slightly false pretense, um, a bit like her mummy. So she dragged me to this meeting. <sighs> And she said, oh, you know, we'll going to this meeting. And then I want to meet a friend of mine. And I meet this wonderful woman who's smiling just as much as her. And the whole way back from Derry in the car, she went, what do you think? What do you think? And I said, she's gorgeous. Are you happy? She went, oh, I love her. She's lovely. She's lovely. So suddenly it was like this complete blossoming of a relationship, which, you know, uh, the tragedy is that that they were going to get married and they they had big plans. But at the same time, you know, Sarah, like the rest of all, feel we're so privileged to be touched by her presence and her little life. And we with, sang, with we your sang
1: with sang. your journalist with your journalism head on, you know, we've heard from the politicians the usual platitudes. Yeah. Do you think it'll change anything?
0: Well, do you know we all stood outside the church there afterwards, and the, uh, the priest spoke so beautifully about Lyra and also about the situation here. And we just really would love for politicians to get back to work. Yeah, and. Get back together and do something now because we, we need them to get back to work because that that's the most important thing to ask us to please just get back to work nobody wants this here, no one wants this here, nobody we want peace, we don't want this
1: We've had an apology of sorts of course from the new IRA, um, is there a sea change of a new generation, a younger generation, um, not those of us that grew up with the troubles that have known peace and know how precious it is now? Well, Lyra
0: represented that. She she knew the problems though, and the fragmentation of people who were left with trauma from the trouble. She knew that that generation she called the ceasefire babies, she knew that she wrote about the suicide and the issues in the socially deprived parts of Belfast area across the country. She wrote about it, but she also wanted to address it head on and try and find a way to give these people a voice to say, come on, don't be marginalized. Don't do that. There's not a vacuum for that. Come together, come together, come together. She always had her hands out trying to bring people together. She's a complete humanitarian who, um, in her wee way, just broke down so many boundaries.
1: And the reaction from the general public, I mean, is there a certain worry there that, you know, it could go back to the bad old days? You know, I remember doing a phono with Barbara McCann, a two-way in a phone box in the middle of a riot. And, you know, it was the most horrible of times and very dangerous and worrying for journalists there. Is there that kind of anxiety? I don't, I
0: actually don't think there is because I think people are very determined. It's a very different place now. It's a very different place where we live, and people are so determined to hang on to all the goodness and all the. I mean, there's been so much incredible work done with communities and people that there's a massive will of this will not happen. People want to stay. We want to have a proper life. We want jobs. We want work. We want life. We don't want that.
1: No Finally, Alison, if you could just tell me, obviously, you know, lifetime friend, um, tell us a bit more, just a little bit more about the person and how you'll remember her.
0: Well, I'll remember her for a smile. She had the biggest smile ever. I remember her because her glasses were always full off her nose. She pushed them back on and no matter how many new pairs she had, I remember her for parking. She parked cars so badly and... <laughs> She when she did drive, she drove her mum round everywhere she loved. Her mum and I were so close. And um, she when she passed her test, she used to park it in my car park at work. And then the spirit of man would come and complain. Cause it was across about five lines. And then she got better. She started snap, snapping me pictures as it got better. So I'll always look at the car park and think of her that way too because it was fun. She had a great sense of humour. So too. you'll 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 so.
1: be remembering her today with a smile
0: with a smile and, and with inspiration because Lyra represented so much and she, she did want everybody to reach out and hold each other and think, let's, let's be kind. Lyra would say be kind.
1: Alison, BAFTA award-winning documentary maker, thank you so much for talking to us about your friend this afternoon. Not at all, thank you.